to Sports Movie Minute Podcast Space Jam Edition, a podcast where we talk about the movie Space Jam minute by minute. We are your hosts, Chris and Kayla, and we have a special guest. <laughs> I am so alone in the world, people. It's, it's only me and a bunch of fucking nufties. No, I love them. I love them both. Um, I literally, just before Christopher started his announcement, I told our guest... Um, Christopher's going to count us in, pay attention, and he threw his head back to finish a beer <laughs> and made big noise in the middle of the introduction. I doubt you will even hear it, to be honest. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, um, but I'm allowed to say those things about him because this guest is my boyfriend, my human, who I've referred to on many episodes, which he would not know because I doubt he's listened one of them. Not yet, but there's always time. <laughs> <laughs> but you like all of her Instagram posts, and that's yeah. that's important to us as well. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, you know, I think the, the best way that I can introduce you is with a, an anecdote. He just spilled a beer on himself. To, I hope your mom's listening to this. Mm. Um, the best way that I can think to introduce him and his appropriateness to this minute was... We were allocating minutes, and we had originally had him on on some previous minutes, and then we played the minutes for him just so that we were all aligned on what he was going to be talking about. And those minutes were Michael Jordan's first basketball minutes when we play Fly Like an Eagle. And Christopher and I were really pumped up, and we were like, these are great minutes. Like, you should be really excited. And he was just kind of like, oh, yeah, they were good. (laughs) <laughs> and so we moved his minutes to more Looney Tunes focused ones as opposed to basketball ones. Mm. But I've talked about you a lot on this podcast. Right. You come up pretty frequently, so I don't think that you need that much of an introduction. What sort of things do you say about me? Listen to the right. episodes, and you would know. I wouldn't have to yeah. tell you. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah you and Jake have probably come up for right. years. Uh, uh, yeah, look, I. Yes, my boyfriend and your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. The, the people who play. <laughs> White partner, as he calls himself. <laughs> the, the people who played some of the biggest roles in our life. Pretty much. That's true. He's one of your best friends. Um, so. But I will. No, this is my. This is my. Well, yeah, I was. Startup. I'm glad you did the introduction because you know I, I was. You know. <laughs> Although I probably know Shannon better than you, I thought it was best to leave. <laughs> but of course, my bad. All right, well, but this is minute up. 52. I've got a lot to say about this minute. This minute starts with a sleeping commentator and it ends with a disappointed Daffy Duck. Yeah, he didn't get much of a, uh, much of a reaction from the crowd, did he? No, poor baby. I mean, we're starting at the end here, but I just thought that that was really sad. Is he the most hated Looney Tunes character, though? But he's, he's one of the most loved. Really? Yeah. He's pretty... I uh, just don't... His voice is very annoying, I find. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christopher and I just started having this belief. That's just so characteristic of him. If you would listen to all of our episodes, you would know Daffy Duck didn't originally have a lisp. Right. Mm. Why did they give him a lisp? Uh, they, they just did. But right. it's funny because you've got a little bit of a lisp. Yeah. So it's funny that... Maybe that's why I don't like it, because I hear it and I think that sounds horrible and then it reminds me of myself. (laughs) Oh, sweetheart. Just a little bit too real. Too real. Um, But I thought that was very sad. Why doesn't he get cheered for? Yeah, we can talk about 
uh, we will talk about the Bugs Bunny introduction in the next minute. Um, cause I definitely have some thoughts and feelings on that. But um, where would you like to start? Because you said you had quite the list. Um, that's okay. I lied. I just have one thing that I would really love to rant about. Oh, okay. So not, not so much of a list. Just no. a, one big um, item. <laughs> Uh, rant, rant away. <laughs> uh, I said I had a lot to say. Oh, Maybe I said I had a list of stuff to know. Um, I would like to talk about Tasmanian Devil for a minute. Sure. I've got many comments. Number one. Me too, actually. I have, some, I have a couple of things written down are about... We, are we meant to <laughs> Bless us. My soulmate peeps. Um, so, I think... So, well, first of all, this is quite funny. Um, in this, they introduce him as the wonder from Down Under. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know the thunder from Down Under, right? The Las Vegas. Like strip, strip guys or yeah. whatever. Yeah. The, all the Australians that have abs basically have been transported from Australia to Las Vegas to dance for bachelorette parties. Mm. Um, and so I was wondering about the wonder from Down Under and if that was a nickname that was anywhere else. So I Googled it on my work computer, mind you. And do you know what came up? Another stripper. No, no, something even better. <laughs> one of the guys from Thunder Down Under called Wonder. <laughs> well, to be honest, that'd be less embarrassing. It's like the, um, the eighth wonder of the world. From the, um, is it the Globetrotters or? Yeah, I think it's the Globetrotters. Oh, Globetrotters. Yeah. Well, I'd actually be really interested to see maybe if you Google it on your computer, maybe you'll get a different result. But when I Google it. I've been set up. Like that before, so I would not be Googling well, anything. I'll, I'll tell you what I Googled. Yeah. All right, I told you exactly what I Googled, but I'll tell you what the, what the result was. The Wonder Down Under, a user's guide to the vagina. <laughs> so. I wonder if they had that in mind when they gave him that nickname. <laughs> Huge misread, if so. <laughs> Yeah, imagine yeah. The, the internet was just becoming a thing yeah. in the late nineties, but kids started googling. Yeah, Could, so, uh, yeah, led to some awkward situations. So before I go on my rant about the Tasmanian devil and the key point that I want to make, what did you have to say about Tas? Well, just a fact. Firstly, that did you know the Tasmanian devil has the strongest bite per unit of body mass of any creature in the world. I did, because you and I have gone to the zoo together before. Right. Well, I didn't remember that. Until <laughs> just then. Okay. What? Did they change its name? Because it's the Tasmanian devil, but they spell it with a Z. Yeah, I noticed that too. Is it name- American? Right. Well, well it's, the, it's named after the place. Well, exactly. That's the Americans just going doing going their own thing. Doing I thought his nickname might have been Taz or something. His Did nickname it. is Taz. Right. So yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So his nickname is Taz, and I think... Maybe you were watching, and I'm, you know, I'm not admitting to anything, but you may have been watching a version. A bootleg. <laughs> Maybe. It was yeah. on the line, so it must have been legit. <laughs> Obviously, it must have been legit. Yeah. Um, potentially with uh, some titles that weren't 100%. Yeah, accurate. fair. Yeah. Do you have anything else on Oh, well, I was just curious. Why is he a tornado? I don't watch many of the cartoons. Like, why does he spin around like that? Because I'm not sure they do that in real life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure about uh, tornadoes? I think they're pretty quick, maybe. Well, I did I also read they have excellent endurance and leg speed. We maybe it's still okay. leg speed. Though. No, we spoke about the leg speed of a Tasmanian devil, and they're not that fast. Well, it said on the line that they were. Uh, no. Right. Like, I think, I can't remember 
because this is many, many episodes ago. I feel like it was like only like 16 Ks an hour or something. That's not uh, that fast. I this was in the cheated conversation. But... No, it was before that. <laughs> <laughs> we talked a lot about animals on right. the show. Okay. Well, well I guess there's you. lots of animals. Dogs. Michael's relationship with dogs. That's what you talk about. <laughs> um, yeah. Continue on. I did okay. not look at the Tasmanian devil at all, so I'm fascinated. I'm about to get to my rent. So did you have anything else? Um, no, that was my points. Okay. Well, they were my points. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, I take issue with Taz being in the starting lineup. Why? Well, first, <laughs> first of all, are you both happy with him in the starting lineup? Uh, well, what are the alternatives? So, okay, well, no, let's not talk about alternatives yet because we need to talk about positions. The alternatives dictates where the super valid question. Yeah, well, I agree. No, because they filled key positions with those people, with blatantly the best players that they already have. So you don't just this isn't like a, this isn't the draft. You don't just get the best player available. Now you have to pick the best player for the spot. Because is Taz better than everybody else? Not necessarily. He's not demonstrated such. Uh not from what we've seen. No. Okay, so let me run you through this. My yeah, situation who would, I got you, here. who would you like to replace him with? Well Or is it a he? I assume it is, right? Taz is a he. Yeah. It's twenty twenty, so just yes, gonna make he sure. Has, he has a wife, yeah. yeah. Right. Um and he's referred to as he. Okay. All the time. Um, so they, and I'm bleeding into the next minute a little bit, but spoiler alert, Shannon's also going to be up on the next minute, so it's okay. Huge. So. <laughs> just dropped. <laughs> He's just dropped. Everyone absolutely <laughs> frothing for the next minute, knowing that I'm on it too. Woj, Woj is all over it. Are we sending out a tweet shortly? Um, I hate you both. I'm on that out there. Uh, just in case anyone was curious. Um, okay, so in this minute, you have Taz, who comes out first. Then you have the small forward, Lola. Mm-hmm. You have the power forward, Daffy. Yeah. Then they introduce Bugs as the point guard. Yeah. MJ is obviously the shooting guard. That's his position. Yeah. So your shimmy is the center. Taz is the center. Yeah, wow. That, no. That's wild. <laughs> it's incredible. I know literally zero about basketball. So but your center is supposed to be the, the tallest, guy, the tallest yeah. who takes all the rebounds. So right. in theory, that person should be what I would guess, or like the best person I can think of for that position would be Father and Leghorn. He's one of the biggest guys. But it also, like, it's 1996, so we're more traditional basketball area. If we're, the media came out today, then you could make the argument in a small ball era, sometimes the center isn't the tallest player on the court anymore. So I think like Draymond Green on the Warriors. But are they the shortest player on the court? Uh, no. Exactly. And Taz is the shortest player. Very fair point. Yeah. Do you need other attributes to be a good center, like agility, or is it more just about being strength? Tall? Strength. Because you get a lot of time you get a box lot. out, yeah. So if you're like a shorter, but like, like, so Charles Barkley wasn't a center, but he was shorter. So he played power forward. So it was undersized for his position, but he was like very strong right. and agile. So, so when he walks out, it's basically meaning that you, you're making sure that no one else can access the ball. Well, I'm so just wondering who else you like. I guess Foghorn's pretty stocky yeah. looking as well. Right? Said, like he's he's he occupies some space, yeah, yeah. but he's he doesn't. The tallest. He just doesn't seem very like some guy you'd want on your team. He's not Foghorn like Yeah, he doesn't like bring any spark or anything or any. 
think like that. I, I see what you mean. And I mean, from what we see in the later minutes, Bugs acts as like a pseudo center because mm. he does rebound with his ears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a pretty standard basketball move, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to use your ears. Yeah. Um, I mean, and Michael Jordan obviously is the tallest tune, like for, for on the team, on yeah. the court. Yeah, why so didn't they can, put him center? Well, because he's a shooting guard. Right. He has to shoot. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so I was just very, I didn't like that. I mean, I could obviously within that list of characters. Um, or within the whole Toon Squad, Taz would be the next most famous or the next most popular after Bugs and Daffy. So you see why he's in the starting lineup, but it doesn't make any sense from a basketball point of view. Right. Well, I guess this movie is definitely all about <laughs> traditional basketball <laughs> tactics. So it is. Yeah. 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 That's so why like, it's a very clear thing. <laughs> the, the, purists. Yeah. the purists were blowing up. <laughs> If Reddit existed in 1996, <laughs> there would have been outrage. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was what I wanted to chat about. On. I had a question. You know the little – are they mice or rats that take the microphone? They're mice, uh, mice. Yeah. Right. Or they could be rats. Um, are they, and Bertie. Are they characters from a show or did they just make them up for this kind of – No, they're characters. I think yeah. they're just – Oh, as in, are they standard? Like, yeah, teams? yeah. Do they have their own show or are they in other shows? Christopher seems to know more about this. Uh, Hubie and Bertie are yeah. their names. Um, yeah, so I think they just throw them in there uh, whenever they want, but they fire out. They've been both being voiced by like eight different people as well <laughs> throughout history. Over the years. Yeah, so starting going all the way back to 1943. Wow. Yeah. Okay, we blatantly looked up different stuff because I what I saw was that the announcer was voiced by the same guy that voices Blinko. Right, but I did not see. But Hubie, for the movie, Hubie and Birdie. But I like the see those names. Yeah, but this but they we visually see them though, right? Yeah, but in the cre- like in the in the credits, like when they're doing voices, like voice creds. I didn't see Hubie and Birdie. I saw an announcer or something like that. Because mm, he puffs out his chest yeah. and takes on a different voice, so they probably didn't need any sound bites. For, I don't know. Do you think people train to be announcers like that, like boxing and stuff, or do they just naturally have a voice that draws them to that sort yeah. of role? Yeah, segue into exactly what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> well, this I think, it, yeah, before you get started, I think it's column A, column B. I don't think you can be talentless and then get that role, but I think once you get the role, then you, right. then you train yourself. Um, yeah, because I, I, like, started going down the road of, like, thinking about the, like, NBA game announcers and, and stuff like that, and... Uh, you know, Ray, so Ray Clay, the, the guy who did the, Ray Clay was the guy that did the Chicago Bulls, um, through the nineties. They sacked him in 2002. Because? I didn't get, I couldn't figure that out. They well, that's the important part, dude. Um, we'll confirm that on our next Do week. the, do the teams have their own announcer? Like yeah, the yeah, same so, person will do all the home games or something? Or yeah. Like so I read a, um, I found like an interesting article, um, where they kind of interviewed a couple of different NBA game day announcers. And so one of the main guys was the Brooklyn Nets announcer. So he was a couple of years old and he's like, his day job was he had like a 
cigar and whiskey bar or something, <laughs> like literally down the road from the Barclays Centre where the Nats play now. And then you'd go over to the centre and do the announcing and stuff. And, yeah, it's quite an interesting article. I'll, I'll see if I can dig it up maybe for the show notes. But then um, they were talking to, like, the – I think it was the Minnesota uh, announcer as well, and he's, like, a um, – He's a, a minister at the church and there was like the the team was playing a playoffs game at like midday, which is quite early on a Sunday. And everyone in church was just like, Man, you gotta go. Like you gotta get there. You're like, don't worry. Um, and yeah, like even and like players interacting with the announcers as well. So um the I think it's the Sacramento Kings announcer. So he was doing a game against the Clippers, and DeAndre Jordan from the Clippers um, came up to him. He was like, "Oh man, can you like pronounce my name? Like, yeah, you do for the home team. Like DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And do it, do it loudly, please. Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> I I know, I know game now, so. Yeah. Um, and then he was so like. He just said no. <laughs> and then he basically, when DeAndre Jordan subbed back in, he was just like, as quietly as possible, he was like, DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> do they just do at the start when they come on or do they do No, start like when they game? start back in, it's like, yeah. and welcome back into oh. the game, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, because I have been to some NBL games before and I'm, yeah, there's some guys. Yeah, that's true. The yeah. Sydney, the Sydney <laughs> Kings uh, guy is quite famous, actually, because right. he's been around for it. He's got quite the voice, eh? Hey? It'd be yeah. a pretty cool gig. Like, you just do your Monday to Friday cigar shop or church yeah. sermon. <laughs> on the weekend, you just get to hang out with NBA yeah. players. You, yeah, you, you know what's on the weekend, right? Well, like, they're playing the week, I know. But, yeah, yeah and I assume, are they up in, like, a... Are they on courtside or are they... Ah, uh, courtside, yeah. Yeah, sick. Um, where's the question? The question, then, can you think of the worst... Game. You're obviously probably not going to know them by name, but the worst, if you can associate with it, a, a team or a, a game that you've been to the worst and the best. Yes. In the answer? Yes, all, easy. All the AFL games have just like the worst. The generic. Oh, my God. The GWS guy wanted to climb over the fence and punch him in the face. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, I hope he's not listening. He's like a wet blanket. Like, seriously. There's no atmosphere or anything. They use the same guy, I think, for a lot of those. And, ones, yeah, so. and the Sydney Swans guy is pretty terrible as well. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's, it's just though. an AFL problem. I think it's hard in I think it's hard in open-air stadiums. Like, I think it's a lot hard easier to get the same, to, be, yeah. Yeah, to get the same atmosphere, um, especially because they're... If you have the same level of capacity, like a fifty percent capacity in an outdoor stadium versus an indoor stadium, you just get completely different levels of sound and engagement. Yeah, I guess it's, you don't have a roof, right? So yeah, well, that's what all I'm the saying. sound it's hard for goes it to out. Be outside. Yeah. Um, well, it's in this article, though, like talking about the difficulty of the job and saying, "Well, what you got to do is you got to inform." Obviously, that's the main part of the job, but protect your home court or your home ground. And have a little bit of a fun in doing so along the way. And the key word that was thrown out uh, was organic. Right. So okay. I feel like you, you, when I brought up this question, you jumped out of your seat. Kayla, that's what you like. No, yeah, I do. I, I can think of a very bad one, but it was from high school. So it was a football game at high school, and one of our best players has. 
and this is Hawaii, so nobody's white, right? Like, we don't have these super easy last names to pronounce, like Smith. And this guy's last name, he's never going to listen to this, so I, I can say it was Mangalan. Um, and the guy kept pronouncing it Mangalan. Oh, no. And it was just so bad. Was he on the home team? Or? He's on our team, yeah. yeah. So and it was some, a home game. So it's something he should have known, probably. Well, it wasn't. It's high school, right? So you don't necessarily have the same people every time. But he was also one of the best people on the team at that time. So he was constantly scoring touchdowns and uh, and everything. And he just kept saying Mangalan, Mangalan. And the whole audience would scream every single time, like Mangalan, because that's how you say his name. And I don't think it was until three-quarter time that he finally got it right. Um, and we all know how I feel about people mispronouncing last names. Mm. I feel very strongly. She does. Not in right. favor. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're an announcer, you do have a little bit more leeway, particularly at high school, obviously. But still, learn how to pronounce people's names. Yeah, in summary. But well, my summary is it's uh, probably a much difficult, more difficult job than you imagine. Especially this reading this article really invites me. But yeah. Don't be generic. Remember those three key points and you can do it if you want to. I want to be, I don't want to do the announcing. I want to be the guy that selects music throughout the game. That's my dream job. Um, well, any other key points? Uh, guest? Uh, not sure. Does Lola Bunny have her own show? I found her quite sexualized for a kid's show. Okay. Is yeah, a bit- so we that. For the third time. <laughs> In this minute, you need to listen to our previous <laughs> minutes, mate. Like, you're terrible. My God. Yeah. We um, didn't talk about that quite a bit. I did have that written down, though, as well. Well, I guess because, if there's a book about, if you, you know, if the Tasmanian Devil's named after a book on the vagina, I guess. He's not. He's not. Said, Isn't that what you said? Yeah. I said that's what came up when I Googled it. Right. So... That's not a standard nickname for him. It just comes through in this movie only, and there's no one else with that nickname. Um, but yes, I did a whole riff on the sexualization of Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny's first appearance is in Space Jam, and she was purely created, this is a very quick recap, uh, for marketing reasons, because they wanted girls to buy into the show as well, right. and not just young boys. And I basically had this huge hissy fit, because I... Obviously, because I, I was young when this came out, I liked Lola Bunny and I wanted to be Lola Bunny, but you don't, like, looking back at it, do you really want to be Lola Bunny? Well, she's good, right? She comes out and does, like, this mad dribble through her legs and all the other guys and just seem pretty useless apart yeah. from Bugs. Well, Bugs doesn't do anything other than yeah. She's literally the only one that does anything interesting at all with a basketball. Yeah. But no one actually... They don't show anyone cheering after she does that. They show everybody whistling and catcalling and with heart eyes when she's walking out as a silhouette, like, it's, touching herself. It's 1996, so, I mean, I things just, have changed. I, I did what have I did, they? What I, have I, they? A little bit. What I did think was interesting, I know you don't like to talk about stuff that happened in other parts of the movie, but <laughs> when I was watching it today... There's a basketball game when Charles Barkley loses all his skill and he goes over to play and it's a bunch of girls. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool because 1996, I wouldn't have thought people would have been that progressive and been like, let's put a bunch of girls playing street ball. Uh, Yes and no. I think it's good. But, I mean, the the underlying 
point of conversation is he's so bad he can't even beat a bunch of well i didn't read it like that but i guess yeah sure that's the underlying point yeah, I, so. <laughs> well, I think exactly. they're just trying to say he can get beaten by children or young people. She's not a child. She's like twelve. Yeah, she's, she's not. They're tiny. Be gone. Yeah. Be gone. She's, she's easily like sixteen, seventeen at least. Uh, well, still a child. Well, yeah, she's a child. Yeah, okay. Yes, agree. She's a child, but she's not like a baby child. Um, that was going to be my last point on Lola Bunny. Was like yeah, and again, bad. continuing thing with. Pretty highly sexualized for a, yeah, something clearly aimed at children. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, 90s, hey? <laughs> What a crazy time. Hey? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that was it. That's, that's all I had. Cool. Well, it must be quote time then. It must be. Uh, today, gone with a quote by one of my favourite um NBA commentators, uh, sorry, not announcers, but commentator, Hubie Brown, former coach, long-time coach. Uh, he's very old now, but he's still chipping away on the on the sideline there, so good on you, Hubie. So this is uh, Hubie talking about Michael Jordan. And at the end of his career, Michael transformed himself into one of the best post-up players in the NBA. He was nearly unstoppable because he perfected his bump and fadeaway jump shot. The one move, never mind all of the other things that he could do with his back to the basket, made him one of the most dominating post players in the game. 